0: everybody welcome to another edition of what's what vr we have some of our friends back from fran you today we have dr tina holland how are you
1: doing great you? thanks doing well. awesome
2: awesome
0: well long uh, depending on how everybody's seeing we next have uh mr ed sylvie how are you ed
2: i'm doing fine thank you
0: thanks for making some time and uh last but not least we have katie here with us who's a uh, we were talking today Nurse, medical technologist. Uh, you'll have to fill us in as we get a little bit closer, further down the road. I'm kind of botched, I know I would, but I appreciate everybody joining us today to kind of fill us in. We've got a couple things to talk about. Um, we've got Katie and Dr. Hollander are with Fran Yu, but we have Ed who's with Banner's Clinic. To One of the big things we want to talk about today is we have a new partnership that's been formed, brought to life. So I guess before, for anybody who missed the other show because believe it or not we're either at or approaching a hundred episodes on this show now so it's getting a little it's for people who haven't caught all of them that mm-hmm. shame on them for not watching every single episode. But Dr. Holland can you give us a little bit about FRAN U and you know a little bit of the history and what's going on over there for anybody who doesn't know.
1: Certainly. Friend you uh, used to be the um, our lady of the lake school of nursing many years ago. I actually you know a hundred years ago nearly uh, it started out as a school of nursing to prepare nurses to staff the, um, the hospital, uh, the first hospital of the health system, which was, um, I believe, St. Francis up in uh, Monroe, but it had started in uh, Pineville, I, I think, and then went up to Monroe. We were, a, uh, as the school of nursing, though, um, we had been based in a hospital, what they call a hospital-based nursing school. And then um, by about the eighties became an accredited college and the college had uh, both nursing and allied health programs, but still they were mostly at the associate's degree level. And then into the nineties, and of course this is all well before I came here, we were a school that uh, started having um, four-year programs and uh, accredited as such had to have um, rigorous core classes, liberal arts classes. So we grew then into a university with a school of arts and sciences, a school of nursing and a school of health professions. And um, that's uh, when I got here back in 2014 and we became a university when our uh, programs became as advanced as doctoral level programs. And the first doctorate program was uh, the, doctor in, uh, the doctor and nurse practitioner, uh, nurse anesthesia. So uh, we have one of the top programs in nurse anesthesia in the, in the country. Um, so again, it's, it's, we started as a nursing school. We continue to have a flagship nursing um, program, undergraduate bachelor's degree nursing. Uh, master's level, uh, nurse practitioner, and doctoral level, the nurse anesthesia. Uh, but in the School of Health Professions, there are um, programs in respiratory therapy, in um, uh, rad tech, in uh, um, medical lab science. The, there's um, an associate's in uh, physical therapy assistant, and then a doctorate in physical therapy. And the master's level uh, is the uh, PA, the physician's assistant program. And I think I got all of our, our health professions. And the phlebotomy program is a non degreed certificate program that uh, we continued to offer when we moved into university status because it is a program that's highly needed. We do it really well and um, it serves uh, as a great um, entry-level career beginning for um, folks who are, are just, just beginning to get into some sort of clinical uh, service of some kind. Uh, and they're highly needed and undervalued sometimes, I think, are these phlebotomists. And many of them move on up into other clinical programs. So that's our only certificate program. And then in arts and sciences, because we had to have a rigorous core, um, liberal arts core, and that defines us as a Catholic institution, um, you you really have to have everything kind of connect. You know, our mission is to educate not just uh, highly skilled professionals, but integrated thinkers and faith-filled citizens. And in order to get those other two parts, you really do need a good, solid, rigorous liberal arts core. So that's where our School of um, Health uh, Arts and Sciences comes in. But we are um, really, really um, concentrated in the sciences, as you would imagine, the biological sciences, chemistry, um, very rigorous. And uh, our biology major, human biology, and it's, uh, it's a kind of a bio pre-med program, is um, very, very popular and highly successful. Uh, And then theology is is, uh, a program that grew out of the work that we do with our uh, our diocese. We do all of the um, education and formation for the deacons for our diocese and for the um, the lay uh, ministry folks within the diocese. Um, There's a a degree in psychology where the bulk of the students are there to um, serve in an area called uh, Applied Behavioral Analysis. And that, that is an area that um, works especially with people on the autism spectrum. And again, that meets a tremendous need here in the community. Um, so uh, that's, um, that's kind of the down and dirty on the, uh, on the yeah. university. We're located in, um, uh, in the neighborhood of the Our Lady of the Lake Regional Medical Center is sort of uh, between Hennessy and Picardy and and off of um, Brittany, which is just off of Essen. So, and we're in 12 uh, uh, redone, uh, remodeled uh, medical office buildings and hoping to um, here within this year, break ground on the first actual academic or um, student building. Uh, made for university here, um, where my, the administrative building is right now.
0: That's, uh, that's what I was going to bring up is a lot of people don't realize all the things that you do, you know, I do, you know, landmarks, like if you pass the hospital, but hit the railroad tracks, you went too far, you know, going down S and you're right in between, you know, there. So, but people don't realize all of that is, Right here, you don't have to go downtown. There's all these different programs, you know, that are offered, and it really is. Um, and we can touch it, but you guys have been, you know, very instrumental with you know graduating classes, moving people along early, getting people into the workforce, you know, right away. Um,
1: yes, we do. We have a real a commitment to serving the needs of the community. And so our partnerships with um, employers is really, really important. And that's where uh, Mr. Sylvie is instrumental. He's one of the leaders in the community in developing partnerships with us. And we're also working um, now with uh, the uh, two-year college system to where we we have a, a kind of a seamless transfer for students that we can serve through the programs that we have and making our programs more accessible for uh, transfer students because we know that here in um louisiana you know not there's a lot of students that need to go straight to work right out of high Mm -hmm. school or they go to college and they're not quite sure what it is that they want to do but they're they're growing up and they're getting credentials in college but they're not quite sure what it is they want to do and then they you know land up they want they want to go out (laughs) Yeah, I want to now they're serious. And uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many young people and one who's just an impressive young lady um, during COVID who was a communications major, had graduated from the communication school at LSU and um, lost her job during COVID and kind of had a crisis of discernment and landed up on our campus and absolutely is loving her experience and is going to go into one of the clinical programs. I'm um, kind of a story, you know, Katie can tell you her story. She's somebody who already has um, not one degree, but two degrees and has um, en- enrolled at, at FranU. And and that's because of, of her career goals and what it is that she, she wants to do. And it's to, to meet a need that, um, is a tremendous need, and, and Ed can tell you about that um, uh, because the the clinic is very very serious about the lab services that they provide.
0: Yeah, no, that's and I've seen some of that firsthand on some projects that will be coming out down the pipe for everybody. So we're, you know, excited to see some of that. But you know, Ed, tell me where where do you guys you know fit? Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, and kind of. Where the puzzle pieces start to align, you know, between Franu and you know Badner's Clinic.
2: Well, I guess the best way to say it is, I've I've always had a a real interest in in education, and I've been doing this for about 51 years now. And in previous life, it started schools of nursing, X-ray technology, things of that nature. And so when I got the opportunity to be on the board of FRANU, I I took it. And the more and more that I learned about FRANU as a board member, the more I became in love with its program, its principles, its mission, and that type of stuff. So as Tina indicated, when they came up with this concept of partnerships with employers, we got very interested. And we talked about different ones, and we settled on the um, medical lab science program because it's such a a key component to everything we do here at the clinic, and um, uh, just uh, everything that we do here at the clinic is diagnostic in, in relations to whatever the patient's condition may be, and you have to have an outstanding lab. So, we decided to take uh, to create the scholarship for the medical lab science program, and uh, there are a bunch of reasons for that. Again, as I said, my role at the university on the board. Another thing is that uh, Katie and Dina can tell you is the since the inception of, the, uh, of that program at the university, it has a hundred percent pass rate on the board exam, uh, which is phenomenal. It's a very, very academically challenging program. And I uh, can assure you, everybody that's in there is our uh, top flight students. So that, that was our attraction to it, still is. Um, we took the position that we love to hire people out of that program. But if not, we're very happy that they're going to go someplace else. They're going to be well-trained. They're going to have the values of Franu. you. And at some later date, uh, we may have a chance to hire them away from somebody else. And uh, so it's not really complicated, pretty simple, both from a, uh, our mission and their mission, as well as an employer.
0: Absolutely a lot. We'll appreciate that. We'll come back, you know, some of that. So, you know, Katie, now it's your chance to tell us that everybody's, you know, 100% <laughs> right or 100% wrong, you know, here, so... <laughs> so. Yeah, but um, with what you have, you know, going on, you know, you've been, you know, we're hearing now it's two, two degrees, you know, over there. Um, are you still actively, you know, a student?
3: Yes, um, I'm getting my bachelor's degree in medical lab science um, and we get a certification, um, a license at the end uh, for medical lab science to work in a lab, um, whether in a hospital lab or in the office of public health also hires um scientists um or research pennington has um an um, acls certified lab as well so they hire um, medical lab scientists
0: gotcha and just to touch a little bit for those so you made the choice on fran you not once but then twice you know to continue it on one thing that you know, Dr. Holland didn't talk about that I wanted to bring up because it was just, it was apparent. I've recently been on campus, not as a student, don't worry, but, you know, walked through the campus, you know, and seen and met, you know, a lot of the people. And we talked about it in the last show, just the culture, you know, and the people, you know, and the mentoring, you know, and the connection where kind of, you know, as everybody knew everybody, you know, I was getting walked around and being introduced to people and they were thinking that, I was trying to join a program. It was the last thing that anybody needs, but it was just everybody was willing to stop and talk. You know, do you, is that, did you feel kind of the same way? You know, is that what made you, I guess, re-up for a second tour, for lack of better words?
3: Yes, it's my first time to come to Fran U. Um, because mm-hmm. I did my, my bachelor's at LSU. Okay. But, um, so.
1: And where's your master's degree?
3: My master's degree is from Tulane. Right
0: gotcha so you got a bunch of these things going so as far as at fran you was it is it noticeably different you know from the other programs
3: um it's um definitely different in that it's a um well it's private um university um but it's definitely smaller than lsu um and even in tulane i guess it was bigger um but i think our class size is very small. We only have seven students in the class. So, you know, we're constantly, we have so much access to, you know, our instructors and, um, they're constantly giving us, you know, assignments and kind of, um, materials that we would be able to have access to that we wouldn't, if we had like a larger class. So I think it's really nice that it's a small class and that, you know, in the lab, like that. Are constantly coming up and asking us if we have any questions and um, you know you can ask them anything so um, definitely different than being at LSU where you're one of like 800 students in the classroom
0: yeah that's and that's one of the things I noticed as I walked around you know that you guys the labs and the facilities that you guys you know have built were impressive to say the least you know to run these you know, I say kids because I'm getting older myself, you know, now we're the running them through these, you know, these programs where it's not just, you know, about, Hey, we all have access to the books, but it is that smaller learning environment. It's the labs to where frankly, it didn't look like any expense was really spared. You know, everything that you could possibly ever need from, you know, it looks like a hospital, you know, when you walk through some of those halls, it looks and feel like you don't know the difference. And then some of the rooms where we were able to see where, we could go in and there was, you know, it looked like a full-blown hospital room, but you had, you know, like a simulation lab, I think is what they called it, where you had somebody on the other side, you know, of the wall who was calling the shots, you know, kind of what was happening in there to where you can really feel that. And I can imagine, you know, from Katie's perspective, that that, that is that real world, you know, but kind of a safety net. And then, from and that's why you did it. But then, you know, Ed, that's got to be what you're talking about, right? When people can go through these programs and really get that hands-on experience, right?
1: All right. Well, that has a lot to do with our mission, too. Um, you know, we're, Franciscan education is relationship-based. That's the definition of it. It's relationship-based because of the understanding of um, what the meaning of our being human. You know, it's a whole uh, uh, kind of Catholic um, foundation that um, there is something special about being a human being and that as such, we, um, uh, our relationships are, are special and our relationships need to bring about um, good in the world. And so mm-hmm. all teaching is done through relationship. Um, and that's why the, the some of the distance learning was a real challenge for our faculty, but they were very creative to find ways to make sure that they were engaged in relationship with students, even if it was a, a you know through a through a screen. Now, of course, our laboratory, our lab work and our simulation work has to be done face to face, so we had to build in some you know COVID mitigation. Um, uh, standards in, in, into that. But um, the reason we cannot do a whole lot of volume, right, just cranking a bunch of students and, and um, crank out professionals is that we don't operate on the industrial model, um, which is what our, our land-grant institutions were founded to do. And for a very good reason, um, we were uh, founded on the church model. Um, which is, of course, to do more than than just prepare somebody to do something, but it's to form them as well. Um, so our hope is that you know, here's Katie's had two high quality um, educational experiences already. Um, my goal is that when she leaves with her uh, bachelor's in medical lab science, that she actually notices a difference in who she is. as as an individual, that she feels, um, she understands herself better, she understands her relationship with other people better, and that she has a a sense of calling, um, more than a degree, and more than that certification, which is so important, but that sense of calling, and a sense of, all right, what is my role in um, contributing to what we call the kingdom of God on earth?
0: More of a holistic, you know, approach than we're not just trying to, we're not the factory, just trying to pump students, you know, we're not trying to, you know, build nurses, inject them up, and push them out into the wild, it's, and I think that's, you know, I don't know if we talked about it here, or if it was, we talked with, you know, some people from the lake, the actual hospital, some of these, most of these people, you know, especially these nurses, they're, you know, meeting people in the hospitals on the worst day of their life, or, you know, if it's, you know, like with Ed over at the clinic, you know, you're meeting people, but you've got to be a people person. You have to really like this. You know, I like someone told me, um, and this within reason, but I like the way people say, you know, we hire on personality and we train on skills, you know, that you've got to have the skills to be a nurse, you know, but you, that personality has got to really make a difference. And I could imagine that would be, you know, add your guys' world where you got to feel working in the clinic, you know, and coming through and kind of why you would invest in a program like this. that would be hopefully that little notch above, you know, where you've worked not just on a degree, but on the person themselves as well. That,
2: that is correct. We, we try to do a lot of clinicals with Fran. You let their students come over here, get an experience here, because we benefit from that as well because of the type of students that they do have. Uh, but as as Dr. Holland said, the uh, the the extra relationship training that all of these students get uh, just makes for a much better uh, healthcare professional. And because as you touch sick people, uh, they're not exactly where they want to be because nobody wants to be sick. So it takes a very to be in healthcare takes a very special person. But more importantly when you have a university that can train them a little bit more on that relationship side you just you just get a much better uh professional out in the workforce
0: i think you you said it perfectly not to play on the words but you get a better professional you know being professional is not about just knowing you know having it between the ears It's, you know, overall being a professional from, you know, everything from appearance to that bedside manner to how they can see that things sometimes add up and sometimes they don't. you've got to take it, you know, a little bit of a different, you know, I always say, you know, two plus two doesn't always equal four. You know, sometimes there's, you know, medical lab science,
1: you know, the medical lab science is, is um, a lot of times people say, well, people go into the lab sciences because they're not, you know, bedside nurses. Well, (laughs) they're not, but that extra uh formation really brings home how important attention to detail is in the the work that that Katie's doing you know it it would be real easy to fudge something or Mm -hmm. someone say did you run such and such yeah I ran it and you know they didn't really run it or um they're the they weren't as precise or they cut corners uh, and uh, then it results in a uh, reading that then um, completely um, skews the treatment of the, mm-hmm. of the patient. So that sense of integrity um, uh, and understanding of the meaning of the work that you're doing is really crucial. I think, um, especially in, in a field like medical lab science, because people aren't really watching over you. You They're really depending on you paying attention to what it is that you're doing. Would you, would, I I mean, so. have you experienced that, in, uh, uh, Katie, in your, your work so far?
3: Um, yeah, I think that, um, um, I guess you're asking about, um, the clinical or
1: mm-hmm.
3: doing um, what what we'll be doing in the clinic or is in the uh, lab. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think that uh, I guess a lot of people I, I guess go into it into medical lab science because they don't you know necessarily want to work with the patient with with patients. But um, I think it's definitely you're definitely a part of the the. Um, treatment team, you're definitely, you're, you know, the work that you're doing is, um, you know, important and that's, you know, vital in the patient care. So.
0: um, I think it's it's gotta speak a little bit to when you're not, sometimes we can put a face on, right? You know, when, if you walk into that room, you know, you may not wanna be there, but you can, you know, fake it, right? You can fake it, fake it till you make it, you know, get through the day, you know, move on but if I'm kind of reading behind, you know, between the lines, you know, when you're not there, you know, like you said, you know, it's easy. Sometimes, yeah, we ran that, you know, move on. You've really got to care. You know, you've really got to know, you know, what you're doing and you're not able to see maybe that patient's face, but you can see in labs or in paper that something's wrong and you're determined to figure it out, you know, maybe behind the scenes, but you don't have that interaction with, you know, the patient. So it's, you almost, I don't want to say not that you care more or care any less, but you've you still have to have that care. It's it's not just numbers on a page, you know. So there's a lot more to it. So
2: what I have found is they have to work. I'm talking about uh, the med techs, they have to work independently and they have to be strong enough, have enough confidence in their own knowledge and skill base to work independently. But the other thing is the passion for what they do, because it's, you know, 95% of the time, the tests that they do are normal. They come back, they're easy to determine, read, whatever the case may be. But it's that, that not only their educational knowledge, but that intuitive knowledge that saying, something's not right here. And they deal with that and they get that information they, in somebody's hands, either the test is repeated or it's given to a physician whatever the case may be so it's there's a lot to that profession that i think very very few people really understand how dedicated uh, these people are
0: well, not only dedicated but also critically important these are not the ones that you see running up and down the halls you know they're right. not the ones you know doing those things and without them talk about you know the medical system you know the whole system just kind of grinding to a halt you know when when you go in and I'm learning even here, you know, how this works, you know, if you go in for, you know, a test and you need, you know, a labs ran this or that, you know, that's getting handed. The person that came and drew the blood's not, you know, doing the work, you know, they're grabbing the sample, handing it off and moving on and then waiting and not just waiting, but then trusting that that person got it done. Right. We didn't get any mix-ups. We covered everything that we could have. Right. Is there something else, you know, cause I can only imagine, you know, it's, you know, everybody's human, everybody makes mistakes, but that test result, you know, maybe it yields some result. And then it's, maybe you're not able to I don't know how, I don't know the protocol, but it's like, hey, I know A and B to this. This is what we're looking at. You need to order, let me do another test because I think I might have a direction of where this is going and being able to communicate that and be confident enough to, you know, maybe reach to that doctor or the nurse who ordered it and say, I've done this enough. I know what's going to happen. You just need to let, you need to let me do what I need to do. And that's that detective work, I guess, you know, kind of behind the scenes.
2: Good, good, good term, detective work.
0: Yeah. So, so tell me, you know, before we let everybody go do what I always say is a lot more important than talking to me, you know, yeah, Ed, how does this, or Dr. How does this, you know, we know we've got, you know, the labs program, we've got the partnership, Where's it boiled down to, you know, when we talk about this, you know, scholarship fund, is this something that, do they come to you, Dr. Holland? Do they go find you, Ed, you know, is it you come to the program, do you apply, you know, where is it, or is it, you know, Batters Clinic is helping support the overall, you know, scholarship for everyone's benefiting from this. Cause well, I'm the new guy.
1: It's, it's a program that um, uh, for the last several years, um, uh, the Baton clinic has um, made a, a generous commitment and uh, it goes to a scholarship fund. And that scholarship fund is spent that year for um, students in the program, in the um, medical lab science program, in a combination of um, need-based factors and um, merit-based factors. And, um, they uh, students who apply to the program, um, their their I guess their financial aid package is is um, analyzed. Their their uh, what they call their expected family contribution EFC is looked at. Um, the student's personal situation and their achievement, and then um, it's really the folks in <coughs> um, uh, in student affairs and enrollment management who determine. Who will receive these um, these scholarship funds? Um, I don't. Know, Katie uh, had an experience that that made all the difference in the world of um, you know making her choice for school. I I don't know if you want to share that, Katie.
3: Um, yes, um, I was kind of looking into the program and talking to the program director, Dr. Fox, um, and then I told her I didn't think I'd be able to. Come to the school, you know, because I wasn't able to, um, take out any more student loans. I already have student loans from the master's program. So, um, and I just had told her I didn't think I'd be able to come. And, um, then the next thing I know they're offering me a scholarship, um, for, it was actually for 50% of tuition. And, um, I was just like shocked and was, you know, definitely knew that I should definitely go, so um, that's definitely why I decided to come, because um, I, be... I was looking at some other programs, too, um, I guess LSU in New Orleans, um, but this is the only program in Baton Rouge.
0: Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, Ed, that's got to, you know, you get to wear both hats, right? You get to wear, you know, board member hat and Baton Rouge Clinic hat, you can kind of go both directions, and then this is you know Katie's the the real world. you know this is you know this is I'm, I'm not trying to make it sound this bad, Katie, but for you know all of I deal a lot in the business. that's the number on the spreadsheet in real life, right? You know that's what's making that's where these programs make a difference. you know when you know with if it's Banners clinic, you know budgeting and saying this is what we're able to do, this is the commitment we're being able to make. That's Dr. Holland and, you know, her team. And then also you add on the board, everybody, all these moving parts and the board meetings and the shuffling and putting it together. It's always, like I said, not to diminish it down, but it's a number, you know, right. It's, this is how things move. And this is how the mechanics, this is how things have to happen. But I like personally to be able to see some of those, the numbers come to life and say, you know that all those board meetings and the commitments from Veterans Clinic, and then the commitments from Dr. Holland and her team, the board—they all boiled down to a moment where it sounds like a Dr. Fox was able to talk, you know, with Katie and say, "Hey, guess what? We have a scholarship we can offer you. You know, we can cover fifty percent of the tuition." Which then—that's a game changer at that point, right? That's what kept you here, brought you here. You know, however, you know, you want to look at it. And I think that's what people need to remember when it's comes time to, you know, do we renew this? Do we do it again? Do we extend it? How do we do these things? It's not just the number, you know, and then if we turn around and boil that number down and say, well, you know, Katie's done this. And then everything that we've talked about, like how many lives that you play, you know, the seven degrees of separation game, you know, that everyone has, how many are affected by that initial contribution, you know, that match that made this, you know, possible. And, not only that, but the connections, you know, that are made between, you know, doing labs at the clinic and then learning on campus. So it's a, that's the real deal. Wouldn't you say, Ed?
2: Oh, exactly. And I think the best way, I, I try to keep things pretty simple. Fran U is probably the best kept secret in the state of Louisiana, or even in the southern part of the country. Uh, I've taught at the university level, and it's a very special place, and we're trying to keep it. Not to be the best kept secret. We're trying to get out there so people know about it. But uh, it is, it's, uh, it's why I've been so proud to serve on the board. It is an outstanding university and we try to do things right. Absolutely.
1: And heck,
0: you don't have to go deal with traffic downtown. You don't have to go fight all that. It's easy. You just got to deal with Essen. That's a whole other story in itself, but you can deal with a little bit of that. Well, we so.
1: appreciate having the opportunity, you know, to be, uh, to, to, to have venues like this, to, to talk a little bit about what we do at the university, to highlight um, students like, like Katie and, um, and community members like Ed and, and the Baton Rouge Clinic. Um, it's, a, um, it's a wonderful privilege to serve at FranU, um, but it's re- we really appreciate the opportunity to let the public know about a field, for example, that very few people know about. Folks that don't realize that there's a bachelor's of medical lab science and how rigorous it is, but also how high need it is that you will have a job you know, upon uh, graduation, if not a promise of employment prior to uh, graduation, because there is so much competition to get these young people. Um, they, a lot goes into their education.
0: And I think that's, you know, just to, you know, drive that point home for anybody, you know, kind of as we round this out is you can be, and that's what I'm learning here today. You can be in the medical, you know, field, you can be, you know, highly educated and it's not a bad thing if you don't want to deal with patients, you know, that there's other, there's another side, you know, it's the wizard of Oz you know, the person behind the curtain. You know, for lack of better words. And so you can do that. And it's not something that I think a lot of people, you know, LSU is a great school, Tulane's a great school. You know, they're all great schools. But I think what, you know, Edison is a lot of people don't realize, you know, that the options there, you know, it's take a look, you know, we're right here especially on some of these other programs that are not, you know, the huge, extensive, you know, programs, maybe you want to start out, you know, something small, you know, the certificate program on the phlebotomist, or that's that right, phlebotomist, yeah, yep. Yep, there we go, phlebotomy is a completely different thing, I think, right, <laughs> so, so anyway, it's, it's there for people to explore, it's not just, I need to go to, you know, here's my you know top five universities this is where I want to go like there's another there's other options explore it take a look at it come see the campus see I personally have seen it firsthand you know some of the the technology that's there the people and I personally like to go places where people know who I am you know when I walk in and you know they kind of I I feel more at home you know there and I think it's when you can really work with a small group and have a it's almost you're working with your whole class as a team. So seems like it's it's an option worth exploring if I can't drive the point home any further for, you know, for a parent maybe listening or for somebody who's sitting there, like you said, lost a you know position during COVID and said, you know what, enough's enough. I wanna do this, or I've always wanted to do this. You know, there are ways that you, there is a place to do it for you off of Essend Lane and wonderful community partners like Andrew's Clinic that are helping make it possible for people who maybe physically can't make it, you know, work and you know what they need. So I have my hats off to everybody, you know, here on the call, you know, Ed, you got two hats to wear. So appreciate what you're doing there, Dr. Holland and Katie. I think it's amazing what everybody's what everybody's got going on. Everybody needs to take a look at it. So hopefully we can get this message out, and maybe we can say we had a little part in helping one person steer their way so i appreciate you guys appreciate you guys as i always tell everybody you have a lot more important things to do than talk to me so please go do them and teach people and help people and we'll be here to tell the story about it thank you y'all have a good day thank, y'all. Thanks. thank you